This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui. Um... I'm so hyped to be back. I know normally I give you guys a recap of what's been going on in my life. So the dog is still getting on my goddamn nerves. At this point, it's really ridiculous. He chewed up my time for glasses last week. Other than that, I'm just accepting him for who he is. And I'm not trying to force him to be somebody that he's not. And I feel like that alone can really flow into other aspects in in our life when it comes to what people do and just allowing them to be themselves. I tried to act, get the dog to act like he's civilized and he got some sense. It does not work. So instead of me stressing my goddamn self out, I said I wasn't going to curse on this episode. So forgive me. I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to let him do I'm just going to let him do his own thing. Other than that, Isaiah is doing great in school. My little angel. That can do no wrong in my eyes. His birthday is this weekend and he's turning eight years old. I really can't even believe that eight years ago, I didn't push the baby out of my vagina, y'all. When my friends that just had babies asked me like, oh, how was you feeling about this? Or what happened with this? It's like, I don't even remember being pregnant. I remember that I didn't really have symptoms, but I don't really remember about none of the shit they asked me questions on. I can't help. Sorry. I've been out of the game for a while. Okay. My boyfriend is still getting on my nerves. Um, I was laughing with him the other day because his mom kept calling my phone, right? And she texted me. Um, I had tweeted about this on Twitter, too. She had texted me, like, please call back. It's very important. So I'm like, dang, like, maybe she need an Uber. Maybe she locked out. I don't know. I call back, like, hey, like, is everything okay? She's like, yes, I want you to know what I want for my birthday. Because I, I don't know if you know what size slippers I wear. God help me. The only positive thing that is coming out of that situation is that I realized that my boundaries are so good and so intact that in order for pe- for me to answer my phone, my family or people close to me are always saying it's super important or call me ASAP or it's an emergency. God forbid it's really an emergency because I'm not answering for your ass because now you've utilized all your goddamn emergency cards. But yeah, I know I don't answer the phone like that. So you have to pretend it's an emergency for me to get on the phone. Anyways, today's episode is called I Am Not an Escort. I told my man that was the name of the episode before I left out the house. And he was like, I'm not an escort. I said, you will you will get it soon enough. Relax. Okay. So if you've been listening on Instagram live when I'm talking about us dating properly, us meeting these guys and stuff like that. Not that I want to manage your vagina or tell you what to do with it. I don't want people fucking fast. And that's really what it is. Women, men, I feel like men should have a higher standard when it comes to the women that they are having sexual relationships with. And I feel like women should just value their bodies a little bit more. So a man in the comment has said, so basically you telling women to be prostitutes. You telling them not to give nobody no vagina until he take her on dates or do something for her. And I said, is that what the fuck? I'm not cursing. Is that cursing? I'm not cursing anymore. I said, is that what you interpreted? 
from everything that I just said, because I know that people have selective hearing. I know that people really hear what the freak they want to hear. They pick pop, pop, and they create something. That's why as much as y'all like to talk about communication is key. No comprehension is. And if you can't comprehend what the hell I'm talking about, all this shit, then went one ear out the other. So what I feel like is a lot of the times we'll be, fuck it, I'm cursing this episode. We're going to try for the next one. You'll be fucking with a guy or talking to a guy and you'll like him and things is cool. Y'all have sex and it's just like this person completely, completely changed. And I feel like a part of that is we really didn't give ourselves enough time to really get to know this person at all. Had we took our time because, and this is another thing that I told y'all when we dating guys and we talking to them, I don't want y'all to say shit like, oh, I only have sex with people that I'm in a relationship with. I only have sex with my boyfriends because that's making a person feel like, oh, I'll be your fucking boyfriend and say no more. I'm your man. You're my girlfriend. If that's all it takes for me to get some vagina, I can just feed her lies and really just get what I want out of this situation. And then poof, I'm going. So I feel like when we're not over sexualizing ourselves, like I'm not texting you nasty. If you feel like he's texting you nasty, I'm not engaging in it. Um, I'm not coming over your house and chilling. If we're dating, that means going on dates. I'm going out. We're getting to know each other. And let me tell y'all, men and women, lesbians, men who like men, whatever, who's listening. Dates do, whoever's doing the court and is listening. Dates do not have to be expensive. It could be ice cream. It could be a walk in the park. It could be working out together. It could be doing yoga. So many cheap things that can be still you getting to know a person. Now, one thing that I will say is in the process of you dating properly, which you know in that vagina or penis or whatever you giving out, I don't know what the fuck you giving out, which you knowing that that's not on the table. Some people don't want to feel like they're wasting their time. Some people look at sexual relationships as a reward. This is what they're being rewarded for. I took her out on some dates. She gave me the vagina last night or whatever. It is okay for you to initiate dates because you also want the person that's dating you to not feel like they're wasting any time. And you also want to reciprocate. If you feel like this person is showing interest in you, this per- person is dating you, they're really trying to get to know you. It's okay for you to show that you appreciate them. You can call him up and be like, hey, if you're not busy this weekend, I would love to take you out skydiving or to the movies or something. I've been really enjoying my time with you and you've initiated all the other dates. I want to return the favor. I want to do something nice for you. Men love to feel appreciated. They want to feel, you know. Rub they big, tell them what they want to hear, but not give them no vagina. So I feel like I want you to have sex when you are comfortable, when you really like this person, when you feel like this person really likes you, when you feel like this person is not out here being nasty and messy. Another thing is I don't want you to feel pressure because this person is super sexual. They always texting you something nasty. I don't want you to do it when um, you feel like I have to have sex with him. Cause that's going to make him be more consistent or like me a little bit more. I don't put the pussy on him, girl. And now he's going to be on my line and calling me all the time. If a man knows his intentions, with you is to not be with you ever. It doesn't matter what the fuck you do. It doesn't matter what kind of vagina you didn't freaking pop up with a hot air balloon. He doesn't want it. Okay. He's still going to be inconsistent. I don't want you to do it. Um, just for no freaking reason. Because I know sometimes people have deep-rooted issues where they're like, they don't even value their bodies because they don't really value themselves. They don't even look at sex like something as anything. So they're just, letting, they're just having sex with anybody. I want you to know how deserving you, uh, you are of being treated nicely, being courted properly. If we took our time to really allow people to get to know us and allow ourselves to really get to know these people, we would have enough time to 
to make better decisions with who we dating. We don't be knowing these people. Even when y'all send me messages and be like, mommy, I was talking to this guy for three months. Three months is not a fucking long time. If you was working at Walmart, if you was working at the post office, you definitely wouldn't have no benefits in three months because they'd really be being stingy with the benefits at the post office. But you would still be on probation. Like, three months, not that long. That's like four weeks, eight, four, eight, twelve. You can't see each other every weekend. That's like maybe like six dates out of the whole three months. Another thing is, so I want you to have sex not if that person has done all these things for you, but when you feel really comfortable, when I feel secure with this person, when I feel like this can really lead to something, when I feel like this is really going somewhere, I really feel safe around this person. I'm attracted to this person. I feel like this person is reciprocating energy. They feel the same way about me. I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. I feel like I can really build something here. I don't want you fucking with somebody you done had sex with them and next week y'all not even talking. You could have just put your pussy in your purse and kept it for yourself. Instead of giving it away, you could have just put your pussy, put your vagina right in the little pocketbook, closed your pocketbook, zipped it up, put it on and going about your business. You could have mind your business, period. Okay. But that's why I'm saying take your time to get to know these people because people pretend so goddamn good and it's really sad. So I don't want you say that's why I don't want you saying things like, oh, I only have sex with people I'm in a relationship with or stuff, stuff like that. Or a guy got to take me out before I have sex. And for the people that feel like, well, how long should we be dating? When you feel comfortable, when you feel comfortable, when you feel like somebody is not playing with you, when you feel like we on the same page and do not be afraid to ask questions. What is your, what are your intentions? Are you looking for a relationship? Are you just out here dating? You just, whatever happens, happens. If you tell me what it is, I ain't never going to have to tell you what I thought it was because I asked the right questions. I'm not over here assuming. I'm not assuming he's not fucking with no other girls. I'm not assuming we're in a relationship. I'm not assuming he's monogamous. I'm not assuming I'm the only girl that he talks to. I'm the one he likes the most. I'm asking the questions that need to be asked. I don't want to be played with. I don't have time for somebody to be playing in my face, wasting my goddamn time. My biological clock is ticking. Okay. I want to be married. I want my name dropped and I want my eggs cracked. Okay. Meaning I want a child. Stop letting these men play with you. So with that being said, no, nobody's an escort to the men that's listening and feel like, oh, women act like their vagina is a reward for no. I want to make sure that I'm doing it when I feel comfortable. When I feel like this is a decision that I made and it's exactly what I wanted to do. I'm too old to be doing a whole friends with benefits thing. If that's what y'all want to do out here, do what the fuck you want to do. That's your business. I'm not judging. You know, this is always a judge free zone. But if you know that you love love, if you know that you are a hopeless romantic, if you know that you catch feelings fast, why are you allowing somebody to just have sex with you with no strings attached, knowing that you have been known to catch feelings, knowing that you love companionship, Knowing that you love pretending that you sleep and have a man holding you from behind and rubbing his hard little penis on your butt, girl, and you poking your butt out a little bit. Why the fuck would you even agree to some shit like this? Knowing that you love consistency, you love affection, you love routine. And to the people who don't know how to be by themselves, please don't fall for people who, ha- who are available. If you don't know how to be by yourself and you don't know how to be alone, you hate being alone, you are a serial dater, you're a serial relationship person, you will end up falling in love with who's the most available, not who's the most consistent, not who, not who puts forth, forth the most effort. You will fall in love with who has the most time. 
you'll end up with a broke ass man that you end up cursing out because he don't do shit around the house because he doesn't have no money. So please be mindful of the the work that we doing with ourselves and make sure that you're in a place where I'm constantly doing inner work. I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly evolving. I'm constantly being comfortable with being alone so I can make sure that the people that I choose to engage with are people that I actually like and want to be with. I'm not choosing people out of lonely, loneliness no more. I'm not choosing people because it's two in the morning and I'm horny and I'm lonely. And when we say shit like, well, you know, Maui, I don't know if I can go that long without having sex. We all got sexual urges and desires and stuff like that. Have enough discipline, okay, to make a conscious decision to say that even though I got sexual urges and even though I want to be loved on and kissed on, I want to do it with a person to actually give a fuck about me. I don't want to just be laying next to a person and then just exchange your energy with a person and having sex with them and pleasing somebody. You have the time you pleasing people and they don't even please you. You don't even get your nut off. So that's a whole nother fucking conversation. Okay. I don't want to just be laying down with anybody. I want to be able to lay down with somebody and afterwards. We watching power. We're watching freaking raising Kane and talking about how freaking Kane and getting on our motherfucking nerves and he can't do shit. Right. That's what I want to be laying next to a person that I'm talking about things that I care about with. Not somebody that is like, yeah, are you about to go home? Like, are you getting dressed? Like, what the fuck are we supposed to be doing now? This is awkward. So be mindful of who we laying down with, who we spending our time with, who we are exchanging these things with. We are so much more than our bodies. We are so much more than how we can please other people. Um, we are so much more than that. Somebody just called me. So that's why I had to ignore the phone call. We are so much more than all these other things. So I want y'all to be extremely mindful about that. Another thing is if you're watching this video on YouTube. Um, yes. The velvet. Well, velour sweatsuits from M Sport. Drop next week. I'm wearing a super cute one. They will be on sale. You can always use my code on msportlegacy.com. I, if you're watching this on YouTube, I look really good right now. The light is hitting me in all the right places. The Hermes blip bracelets are click clacking and the wig is looking super cute. And I'm, and I'm bare faced. Y'all know I'm quick to not have no makeup on because my skin is very, very sensitive. I envy the people who can beat their face all the time and their face don't break out. God, I put makeup on. I'm looking like a pepperoni pizza. I'm looking like Nestle Crunch. I'm looking like a motherfucking box of freaking Fruity Pebbles. Face just break out. It's just terrible. God help me. Anyways, back to you dating and you trying to figure this shit out. Another thing is in this process of us dating and us not being no escort because I don't want you to think, oh, we, t- we went on two dates. Now I'm giving him some. Two dates is not a lot. And make sure and pay attention to who's always initiating, who's always engaging more who's always trying to start the conversation who's trying to make sure the conversation doesn't die we got to pay attention to those little things because we sometimes and I've done I want you to know that when I'm telling y'all some shit I have done this shit I've done this before it's been times where I'm talking to a guy and I just was feeling him so much and liking him so much something about him that I didn't even I wasn't even able to tell until looking back how much I overextended myself, how much I was always texting good morning first, how much I was always trying to make sure the conversation didn't die, how much I was always trying to see him or initiate things. And I know that sometimes we'll convince I, at that time, time in my life, I convinced myself, well, you know, he always busy. He was a drug dealer child. 
He's always in the streets and stuff like that. So this is normal for me to overextend myself. No, people make time for exactly what they want to make time for. And I was just okay with being a girl that was always available when, whenever he called. So even though this person wasn't consistent, wasn't initiating, wasn't showing as much interest in me. Anytime he would call to try to see me or pull up or go grab a little bite to eat at like a bar or something like that. It wouldn't even never be anything romantic. He never did anything romantic. One time he gave me money to get my hair done. It wasn't until I stopped fucking with him and I got into a relationship with the guy that I talk about in my second book, Travis, that he was freaking calling me all the time. And I'm telling y'all, it might seem like when we get in a relationship where we stop worrying about people that that's when they like us. No, people desire what they don't have easy access to. People don't appreciate our time in the beginning because we have made ourselves so available to people that they don't give a fuck. It's like every time I call the girl, she answers. Every time I text, she texting back fast. I can pull up on her anytime. I can call her right now at two in the morning. And she liked me so much that she will freaking pretend that her ass was not asleep and say, yes, I'm up. Nope. I'm just washing clothes because she want to see us so bad. So I realized that once I wasn't as available, it wasn't that I was in relationships. I was dealing with other people. It was the fact that I wasn't giving people the same access to me. It was the fact that they had to make reservations for my company. We don't care about fucking McDonald's or any of that shit because we can just pull up anytime. They 24 hours, they always open. But the things that we have to make reservations for, the things that we can't just walk in, the things that we have to be dressed a certain way for, that's where we want to go. We want to go where we feel exclusive. We want to be with people that we feel like they made time for us. Not that they just walking around with all this free time. We want to feel like this person made time for me. Okay, so it's different from a person that's always available. You want to talk to the guy that's always ha- that always has free time. It holds more weight when a person is out here. They busy, they got shit going on, but they make time for you because of how they feel about you, because they liking you, because they want to get to know you. And another thing is realizing what you're looking for. What is it that you want? What do you feel like will make you happy? And what do you normally do to make yourself happy so that we can make sure when we talking to these people that we are not dependent on their company. We're not mad because he didn't text us today. Oh my gosh, he didn't. I know how to make myself happy. I know how to occupy my time. I got my own things going on. It's my own things that I'm doing with myself that I'm not sitting around just waiting for a man. If it's one thing that makes me mad is when people make it seem like they're just waiting around for somebody to figure out that they're sure about them. They're waiting for somebody to just come around and act like they got some sense. And if we use that same time where we're just sitting here waiting and we start pouring it into ourselves, we could have grown so much more. We could have been so much farther, further, farther. I don't know. If y'all want to be teachers today, be a teacher. Not on my, not on my watch. And I don't care if I ain't got to watch one. Not today. But we've could have gotten so much farther if we would have just poured that same energy into ourselves. So when I make posts, we always get off topic. I just love talking to y'all. When I make posts and I say like, well, why did you stay so long? Or what made you stay in a relationship? And y'all tell me some of the things it makes me sad because I've been that girl. And I think about the, the relationships that I was in. Cause time, let me tell you one thing about time. That shit in the moment, it, it seemed like it's gone by slow. But when you look back, it was it really was moving so fast and you can't even believe how much time you wasted. So when I look back on certain relationships that I was in and I know I always talk about the guy that I I wrote the book about and the reason why I always go back to that relationship is because in the moments of meeting him 
everything was so perfect because I didn't realize that this person gave me, and it's why it's so important for you to heal and make sure you are fully healed. And if, and there's no way to really do that until you put yourself in situations to figure it out. And even when I realized that I wasn't all the way healed, I just, I felt like maybe I could heal and be with this person. And there was no way I could do that. Not with that kind of person. And I realized the reason why I latched onto them so strongly was because this person had everything that I, w- I didn't have in my last relationship. So it was easy to impress me because you had every quality that I was searching for. Whereas though the good qualities that I was, that the person had in the last relationship, you didn't have none of them. He didn't have no- nothing that I actually needed to be happy. He had all these things that we desire from the outside looking in, like when it comes to being catered to and provided for and vacations and stuff. He had everything that was superficial. Okay. And even in the process of me being treated wrong, me being treated like y'all, cause I don't want to get in my feelings. Even in the process of me just getting treated like so horribly and just being talked to like shit, and trying my best to just not fuck with them no more. I would always feel like, what if I don't find nobody to treat me this nice again? Like, what if nobody, and I would make excuses for them. Like, they only act like this because they love me so much. Or they only control them because, no, I did not feel good about myself. I didn't love myself enough. Okay. All of my love and all of my worth, I put it in, I put it in what he said to me. So I got all my worth and everything by his affirmations and the things he would say to me. And like I tell y'all, when you put all your worth in somebody else's hands to make you feel good, the same way they are able to make you feel good is the same way they are make you, they're able to make you feel like nothing. And it would be so many times that I would feel like a piece of shit. So let me freaking stop this fucking cut, cut, cut. Rickety, rickety, rickety. I'm freaking being a DJ right now and I'm freaking in a booth. Let me say this poem because this one is an old poem, but this is one of my favorite poems. And I'm going to say this because we was arguing so bad this day and I had locked myself in a closet and I was so mad at myself for just staying in this relationship with this person. I couldn't stand. Okay. It's like you want me to fall out of love (laughs) or maybe you just be begging me to hate you, hurting me and letting me down countless times. But, you know, I pushed you and I forgave you. I'm rooting for you always consistently your biggest fan. Even when you didn't deserve it, you know, I praised you. And you throwing the shit that you do for me in my face saying things like I made you as if I was ever ungrateful. I'm sitting at dinner tables alone drinking wine at dinners you running late to. Is it me? Am I part of the reason I can't never sleep? Because as crazy as it may seem, loving your ass only meant losing me. I'm crying in the middle of the night just thinking back on the person that I used to be. I'm so busy running behind you. I got friends. I never see nobody fucks with me. They tired of me complaining about this guy. I don't never leave. Watching you undress, I see the condoms falling out your jeans. And then you lay next to me saying there's no place you would rather be. Is it me? Maybe I'm part of the reason I can't never sleep. Or maybe I'm so used to your chaos that now I just find it hard to leave. Bitch, child. Girl. That sums up the whole goddamn relationship. And that was another person that freaking I had when we was dating... It wasn't even really dating. It was me talking. I had sex with him fast. Okay. And I had sex with this person fast, but I still got dated. So we went on one date. We had sex super fast. I'm not even lying. I'm telling you the truth, but they continued to date me. The dating never stopped. So some shit being up in the air, 
But one thing I know, because I will always say, like, why would you want to be with somebody that had, I would joke around and say, why would you want to be with a girl that had sex with you so fast or whatever? And he will always say, I knew you was going to be my girlfriend and stuff like that. I look back on it now and I realized that the dating and things that he did was an investment to control me because this was a very controlling situation also. It was like trying to keep me away from my friends, not wanting me to have a social life, not wanting me to do anything, getting mad with anybody that I talked to. So I also realized that he felt like doing certain things, even though he's not stimulating me emotionally, even though he he's breaking me down emotionally, even though he's not emotionally available, he felt like all these material things and the nice things that he would do for me is was an investment into being able to control me. That's why I always say that make sure you are also at a place in your life where you're comfortable. And that you bring all your own shit to the table. So can't nobody impress you with that superficial stuff. The only thing that you care about is a person being ambitious. They don't necessarily have to always be on your financial level, but you want to make sure that the person that you're dating is an ambitious person. You don't want to have to be somebody's mom. They're constant motivator. They're constant freaking cheerleader. I want you to be their cheerleader. I want you to support them and stuff like that. But you want a person that's also going to be able to be self-motivated without you. You don't want to have to carry nobody. And I realized that I wasn't at the best financial place in my life where it was, it was easy to be manipulated and controlled because a part of me also felt like I needed this person for other, for other things. Okay. And then not only that, but after having sex with a person fast, you don't want to feel like, oh, I got, I, I got fucked and then played. You're going to try to make it work because you don't want to look stupid in a situation like me. So that was also another thing. So Again, the title of this episode is called I'm Not an Escort because I, I want y'all to know that I'm the sacrificial lamb for bad decisions and my bad decisions was so that y'all asses wouldn't have to do it. Um, so I don't ever want y'all to feel like when I'm talking to y'all, I'm giving y'all advice. It's like, oh, Maui think that she know everything. No, sweetheart. I'm only, I only speak on things that I've experienced myself and crazy decisions that I've made myself. I don't be out here speaking on shit that I don't know nothing about. But the reason why I want people to value their bodies more and take their time more is because of the times in my life when I didn't value my body, when I didn't value myself, when I really didn't know my worth, when I really didn't know what I brought to the table, um, when I really didn't know how to be alone or make myself happy, I was looking for something to feel good. Um, and I feel like the moment, and I, I wanted, another thing is we be wanting our love languages to be catered to. And I felt like the only way I could really feel bliss and the only way I could really feel happy and some sort of connection was when I was having sex with my partner. And you're pleasing your partner. A lot of us who want to be happy or want to feel something, we're more of the pleasers. We're more of the sexual pleasers. We're pleasing this person with more, way more than we're even getting pleased. And it's because we don't really, we haven't really processed the fact that I'm also deserving of things that feel good. I'm, I also deserve this. I had to learn that I am deserving of the things that I asked God for. Another thing is so that when I ask for these things, for these things, when they finally come, I don't feel a need to self-sabotage. I don't, I don't feel a need to second guess any good thing that happens to me because I know when good things come my way and they happen to me, it is my divine right to receive these things. I'm a good person. I am nice to people. I'm kind. Okay. I am consistently remembering God and everything that I do with someone good things happen to me is by no mistake it wasn't an accident it wasn't luck it wasn't freaking it just must be that it just must be my day no this is the way my life was designed to consistently play out for good things that consistently happen to me because I'm a good person before I didn't really believe those things and I would feel like it always had to be a catch-22 
if I would meet nice people, I felt like nice people was going to disappoint me or he's going to be a liar or it's not going to turn out. And this is not just for relationships, for relationships. It's for friends too. I would feel like this shit always just going to be fucked up. So that's today's episode of I am not an escort. Take it how you want to take it. If you out here dating and you want to try something different, I mean, you've been trying it your way all this time and your way don't really fucking work out. So, I mean, what can we really lose by trying shit my way? Nothing. So if you out here dating and you want to do things different, you want to take it slower. One thing I will say is stay away from people that make you feel sexually pressured. Stay away from people who are overly sexual and you feel like that's all they really care about. They're not really even interested in getting to know you. All they want to know is, oh, what you cooking? Let me come over. Or can I spend a night? Or what you doing this weekend? I'm going to come over to your house and stuff like that. Little hints, whereas though they, their, their whole thing is coming over to your house or you coming over to their house. The same way a person could initiate those things, they could initiate a movie. They could initiate a walk in the park or something. So I want you to pay attention to those little signs. I also want to pay, want you to pay attention to <laughs> if you feel like you overextending yourself and giving yourself grace. Sometimes we might not realize we've been overextending ourselves, but being accountable, catching ourselves in the midst of our bullshit and are correcting ourselves so it don't happen again. I want you to pay attention to that. I want you to also pay attention to men who talk about themselves too much. I want you to pay attention to men who freaking ask questions about you. Cause sometimes you might feel like, Oh, you know, Maui, I was talking to this guy and we were talking all night, but he really enjoys talking about himself. It wasn't really him really asking the same questions. And that's one thing I learned from my therapist when I would, when he would give me questions to ask my boyfriend, he would always say, pay attention to he, if he asked these questions to you back, if I asked him a question, like, are you happy or is there anything that needs to be worked on? He will also, he will always say, pay attention to if, he asks these questions back because if he asks us back, then it means your happiness is important to him too. If he doesn't ask it back, either he doesn't care or he's assuming that you have to be happy because you're with him. So I feel like when you get to know somebody and you asking questions like, Oh, where did you grow up? What do you like to do for fun? What's your favorite food? Pay attention to if they are also saying things to keep the conversation going with you and they're interested in you. And let me tell y'all, one last thing before I go, because y'all know my ass is long winded and I will fucking jump from topic to topic and keep talking to y'all asses. Okay. Also, another thing is freaking when you're talking to somebody. I don't know how much this bother you or how I don't want to hear about how you and Keisha broke up. I don't want to hear about your relationship. The only thing I need to know is if your exes could say anything about you, what would it be? This is a, this is a question I feel like it's pretty like, okay to ask without this person getting into a whole thing about why they broke up. I also don't like men who talk down on the mother of their child. That's just really a big red flag and a turn off to me. And before I go, what I wanted to say was be careful with the oversharing we getting these, we get, we, we talking to people and we talking to them for a week and they saying like, oh, why did you and your ex-boyfriend broke up? And we're saying, you know, he used to beat on me. He was verbally abusive. He cheated on me 85 times and I took him back and nothing I did was ever enough. And it's like, whoa, that was a lot to unpack. Like you can literally say, like I got out of abuse. If you want to say it, if, if you want to say I got out of an abusive situation and it just didn't work, that's fine. Because I feel like that will also play an important role if you continue to date this person 
And I feel like they will be able to understand you better with how you deal with certain situations or why you react a certain way because of what you've been through in your past. I feel like sometimes, but that's only with an emotionally mature person when they use the things that you've been through to help understand you better. Not when they use the shit to throw it back in your face and you regret and even opening up and sharing with them in the first place. So I feel like let's stop oversharing unnecessary information when it comes to like, oh, we got cheated on 55 times when we went back or the person was a liar and stuff like that. It's certain things where they're like, we can literally say it just didn't work out. We didn't share the same values. We was not on the same page. I tried to make it work. We just weren't growing. We outgrew each other. We were better off as friends. There's no bad blood. It's so many things we could say besides saying, yes, he cheated on me, but this girl up the street and gave me chlamydia. And it's like, what? That's so much to unpack. You did not have to tell me that, sweetheart. I did not need to know that freaking you was on antibiotics for seven days and your vagina was stinking. Please. So, anyways, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Self-Care <laughs> Self Care and Chill with Maui. I'm going to um, share some links in the information section. For you to also look at this video on YouTube. This is the first time I'm doing a video of the podcast and I'm so hype. Even though it's like not super interesting. It's just me fucking sitting here talking to myself for half an hour. But if you guys want to see me and what I'm looking like and what my wig is looking like and what my velour sweatsuit is looking like, feel free. Feel free. I'm not mad at it you all at all. I understand it might feel similar to being on live. So I get it. Anyways, I love y'all so much per usual. Shit. I love y'all asses more than a lot of people. I think a lot of my friends can really vouch for that also. I'd be like, don't call my phone. I'm about to get on live and talk to my friends. Okay. So I'll just talk to y'all next week on self-care Sunday for another episode of self-care and chill with Maui. Hopefully my episodes will start dropping a little bit more consistent on Sundays, but it's been a lot with a Zion school. So give me grace. Bye y'all.